Hi, this is You and Me and Everyone We Know, a podcast made by everyday people living through the coronavirus pandemic. I'm Brent Love, and whether you're listening to this right now or you're a guest on this podcast, you are part of a community. You are not alone. Thank you for taking the time to listen, time to connect, and time to remember that we're all in this together. In this episode, we're talking to two people on opposite sides of the country. First, we'll talk to Amy, a mom of three grown kids and a surrogacy professional in Wisconsin who shares what it's like right now for surrogates and the parents they're helping. After Amy, we'll talk to Mason, a college student who's now finishing the semester living at home in small town Texas. I talked to Amy last Friday, March 20th. By this time, I had already been doing the self-isolation thing for a week. Amy had just returned to Wisconsin from a spring break family trip she'd planned to her childhood home in Arizona. Amy and I worked together at Hope Surrogacy, an agency that helps guide surrogates and parents on their way to parenthood. We talked while she was in Arizona, and she was super nervous about her family's flight home. Hello. 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 <laughs> Our favorite greeting. <laughs> greeting. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, how are you doing? <sighs> well, adjusting to the new normal. How are you doing? Um, I'm. Uh, it depends on the on the hour of the day. I think. Yeah. I but agree. I'm good. This is a good hour. Good. Because yeah, your family's tucked hour. away quietly and safely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kids are sleeping. Charlie's working. I'm working. Good. Uh, I'm, we're feeling I'm, good. I was always a night owl. Well, I'm still a night owl, but when the kids were little, because it was quiet <laughs> and you yeah. could think a little. So yeah, yeah so, totally. Yeah. So yes. So okay, we tried to do this before. We had an amazing 20 minute conversation, and then followed by a technical snafu, which <laughs> ruined everything. <laughs> Um, but you know, technical snafus seem to be ruining a lot these days. So, um, okay. So when we talked before you were in, uh, Arizona, correct. In Tucson. And you were getting on a flight in a couple of days. You have since taken that flight. You're now in Madison. Correct. How did that? Okay. So can you talk, tell me how the flying went? Because I'm very curious about that. So we drove back up to Phoenix and spent an evening in Phoenix that was a little bit surreal because um, we were staying at a hotel, which was very quiet, which is very quiet, which was nice, but the, the city kind of felt normal. But once we got to the airport, it was very quiet. We were the only four people going through TSA pre-check and there was only two people going through the regular security. So that was what? Yeah. And Phoenix airport, there's, um, four terminals now. Uh, when I grew up, there was only two, but now there's four and we were terminal four and over half the restaurants were just dark and, um, people, some people were wearing masks and yeah, our flight was full because we, um, ran into somebody we knew who was flying through O'Hare and changed their flight to, Phoenix because they didn't want the the long delays they heard about. So um, yeah, so weird. it was so it, weird. It was quiet. Yeah, it was the first time I. It was quiet, but the flight was full. So where were all those people? 
Well, it's a small plane, so it's only two okay. and two, and I think there's like 20 rows. So, you know, we were scattered throughout the airport. So, yeah, it was it was quiet. Oh, so. That gives me chill. I literally had a chill run through my body. It creeps yes. me out yes. so much. Yes. So. Um, yeah, and you were nervous the whole time? Um, you know, I'm, I'm a nervous person by nature. And <laughs> actually I saw a cartoon about that. Like the rest of the world finally understands how I feel on a daily basis. But, um, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you know, I, I do things naturally already, like, you know, wipe down the carts at the store and, um, but we clearly, you know, we wiped all of our spaces down and some, when the guy behind me had, um, like a, a scarf you wear around your neck when it's cold, not a, you know, not, not a winter scarf, but like a tube, you know, and he just okay. pulled it up over his eyes and just went to sleep behind us. Um, so nobody's panicking. Everyone's just in their own little space, you know? So I would have been much more wow. nervous had I been, had I had a stop, but it was direct and, um, people just kind of went to sleep and did their thing. So yes, it was, I'm happy to be home though. I'm, I'm very happy. So, um, yeah. So now, now the, the whole family's just hunkering down in Madison. Yes. And I have, you know, we have nieces here and we're trying to, you know, basically quarantine ourselves from people for, you know, just to see if making sure we didn't catch anything and I've been taking my temperature and so far so good. So, um, but I have a, I have a newborn niece. Well, she's, she's a six month old now. So we oh, just, yeah. we just don't even want to go around anybody, you know? Yeah. So, so kind of doing the minimum grocery shopping and watching a lot of movies. And we just did our first on TV yoga with my other niece. I come, was a, we come from a large family. So um, it's been, it's been surreal really, you know? So how, um, <sighs> I mean, I, we haven't been able to talk about work in days. How is, I mean, you don't have to give me the full update you would normally give me, which might be actually boring for people to listen to, but like how is stuff at the office? You know, how are, or are you going to, I don't even know. Are you going to the office? Uh, so the, uh, the girl, the hope girls and I met yesterday. I sat at one end of the table. They sat at the other and we just, we came up with an agenda to talk about what we do, you know? So um, the, the biggest thing we can do at this point really is just support our clients. So all the cycles have been canceled, even, even, um, oh, no. people that were mid cycle, there are no more transfers. That's, that's all on oh, hold. No. Um, I'm just confirming you can hear me right now. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. You can hear me. Um, sorry. I, I think I muted there for a second. Um, they, they've, uh, the fertility clinics have canceled all cycles, even, even mid cycle that those are the bummers. Ugh. Yeah. So Mary had a three hour zoom meeting last night with all the professionals in the industry to just kind of talk about it. So at this point, what we can do as an agency is support our clients. Really? You know, that's all we can do. So um, wow. Yeah. So, oh, you know, well, that's I, major. It's pretty major. We're still actually, ironically, we've had a fair amount of I intended parents call us in the last few days because I think they're just home <laughs> and thinking yeah. about their, you know, potential families. So, um, we've had actually a few more surrogates who are really on the ball getting things done because everybody's home. So really our hope, it, our, our goal at hope is to a just be a resource to talk to people and be to get is to kind of get our 
um, job done so that when the clinics open, people can just go like the floodgates can open and we can get, you know, our surrogates back on track and, you know, create families. So yeah, it's, it's the new norm right now. So it's just, how are you feeling about it? How are you, are you nervous? I am definitely nervous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm nervous and I'm, I just, you know, these poor people that have already had so much loss and now it's one more thing, you know, to talk about someday. Hopefully it's just something of the past. They can say, remember when is yeah, their yeah, little, the little baby way. bundle? Yeah. So, yeah. So I would say we're just, we're just being, um, calm and taking one day at a time trying to stay ahead of it. Yeah. So Mm. I'm trying to stay healthy. So, yep. Well, okay. So, um, what is, what are, what are the days looking like ahead for you? What do you, what do you you think? What do you think they're going to, I mean, like what's your everyday life looking like now? Well, I think because we just got home, it's been a little um, unroutine, you know, just kind of catching up. But now, um, you know, Mary Leanne and I are going to talk every day and, you know, get to work when we can and work from home when we can. And I'm, I'm kind of setting up a new routine of getting up at the same time every day, you know, just exercising every day, going to work every day, or at least working, you know, working every day, whether it's from Are you able to get outside? I know you were spending, uh, we talked in the, when you were in Arizona, you were like, well, I guess we're out of the pool. That's not yeah. so bad. And I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> still here in dis- Minnesota. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Social distancing is way more fun in Arizona right now because it's 75 <laughs> and sunny, but, and here it's, you know, 40 and rainy, but uh, yes, my daughters and I went for a nice hour long walk with our crazy Kona dog today. So, um, actually my, uh, youngest started an Instagram, um, Kona virus because we have this cute little mutt of a dog. <laughs> so okay. Does... So if you need cute pictures, go to yes. at K O N a virus. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> K O N a. Yes. And it's just little, you know, couple second videos of the cuteness of Kona. So it's pretty that cute. is a very cute dog. It's, I can, uh, I can bear witness to the cuteness. This is a very sweet dog. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, it's, it's a little nuts. We actually have um, a baby that will be born Monday. Um, a hope baby. So Mm -hmm. via C-section, I want to say. So anyway, those parents, you know, the other thing is the parents can't go to the hospital. They're not allowing the intended parents in the hospital. So, um, yeah. So the, only the patient, you know, the, the, Surrogate. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh that's, my God. you know, Amy, and there's nothing, wow. I know there's nothing, no way around it, period, which you can't, you know, can't argue with them. It's, you know, the so when do the parents get to the baby? When, uh, I think when the surrogate leaves with the baby. Amy, that is insane. It's pretty intense. So, you know, the biggest issue that I, that we feel for, and we're, our, you know, our hope teams, I like to call the intended parent surrogate group a team. We only have one right now who's international. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's talking that through too. What do you, what do you do? You know, because they can't get here. So, um, and it's the agencies, you know, this is what the, the job is, is to work day by day and right. find the best information we can find about everything right correct um 
and and figure out what to do next because it's changing so fast. So fast. You know, and you and I talked, I think, let's see, I flew home Tuesday. So I think we spoke. It was like the weekend, Sunday, like Sunday. And yeah. it was so much. And today's different. Thursday. Yeah, it was even so much different then than today. So, yeah. That is, that's insane to me. It's just actually blowing my mind right now. So I'm, um, I'm, you know, I can be a little Pollyanna. So I'm hoping as quickly as things are, that curve is going up that hopefully because people are starting to get it, it's going to flatten back out. So for everybody's sake, not just for the inconvenience of it, but for the health of the health of the people everyone. who are getting it. I know everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How about you? Oh, Amy, I'm, I'm just like, now I'm like floored about what's happening to all these people that I care about. So, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we just haven't had a chance to check in and I know, um, you and, and Leanne and Mary are, are all in Madison and I'm here and mm-hmm. so I haven't had a chance to kind of hear what's going on and that is a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm very, I, you know, I'm glad that you, the four of you are there doing everything you can, but it also sounds like right now it's, there's not a lot to do to make things better than they are, you know? Correct. Right. But, but then the funny thing is on the other, on the flip side of it, you know, we have some new inquiries, so I'm still talking to medical records. So there's like moments of normalcy and then moments of not normal. Well, more moments of not, but then, you know, you call the medical records place and they talk the same as they always have. And, you know, they're getting me the information. So I think everybody's like craving a little normal, you know? Yeah. So. Well, and hopefully, you know, uh, yeah, the goal is, you know, with, with, uh, you know, IPs and surrogates and, um, this is hard to explain to people who don't know what, how, what the surrogacy process is like. If you mm-hmm. want to know, go to hopesurrogacy.com. All the information is there about what surrogacy is really like and mm-hmm. the whole process. And you'll get an idea of the parts that might be interrupted by what's going on now, but hopefully in a couple, uh, in, in some matter of weeks or months, uh, mm-hmm. things will find a new way forward and mm-hmm. um but man it's really hard for people right now it's really hard you know we are our hearts already go out to these people and now it's you know <laughs> another kick in the wow. pants <laughs> so but they're just you know what intended parents all of you all you know even and the ones that yeah. struggle really hard to get here are just they're so optimistic and they just and strong. Keep chugging and chugging and chugging yeah. along and we give them you know, so much credit and just, it, I'm always amazed at how, yeah. how strong these, these people are. They so never give up. They're they not just, giving up now either. Nope. They can't, they can't, it's, it's going to be okay. It's just going to be a process. So it's going to be tough for a bit. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you asked how I was doing. I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm floored by this news. Um, and it seemed to be floored by news every day, all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, just keep reaching out to people that, mm-hmm. that uh, help keep me afloat. You always keep me afloat. And I'm like, Amy, let's talk because <laughs> yes. well, that's what I do for work. You know, and I'm always like, when I feel crazy at work, I always call you. So right. um, yeah. I just feel crazy in life. And I'm like, Amy, can you straighten this out? <laughs> I like that you can do that. So, well, and that's one thing I'm finding. I, I'm an introvert, I think at heart and I'm starting to notice even in a short amount of time that my extroverted friends are struggling because, you know, they get their energy from being out and about and talking and, you know, being in social situations and, and 
it's hard, you know, so I'm just trying to check in on my, my extroverts and make sure they're doing it. We're struggling. (laughs) I know, which is why you're doing this. Right. And I, you know, I have a couple other friends. I'm going to actually refer to you when we're not talking right now that just might want to share a story or two. So yeah. Oh my gosh. I would love that. Um, So so here's my one plan. I figured if anyone can help me do this, I want to start an online charades game. <laughs> um like okay. zoom like through zoom or google hangouts this or... is a okay like no we could figure this out i know and i thought we could i have a so the reason i came up with this is um some friends of ours the husband did say you know what do us extroverts do and i thought let's start a charades game because as long as we can all see each other you can play charades Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. And okay, if, you know, uh, you this can is start, doable. We, we could practice with just four people. Like perhaps you and I could get them on the on a platform and, you know, play against each other. You know, like you and I could be a team and they could be a team. Like, you know. It, I, I think it's know. brilliant. And uh, if anyone's listening and they have an idea or they know how to pull this off, yes. you can contact me at heybrentlove.com. Yeah. Um, there, go to my contact page, please. Uh, tell us how to do this because uh, Amy and I will be playing. Right. I uh, think, I mean, what a way for an extrovert to, to get that neat. And for me as an introvert, silly, for some reason, that platform of having a screen in front of me just makes me calmer, you know, like more open. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be so much fun. Uh, I'm totally into it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Somebody, you know, has to know how to do this. Uh, I mean, I, uh, or, you know, we'll just like play with our two households on Zoom yeah. also. We totally also good that. idea. Yes. I think it'd be so much fun. So, um, I love it. I, um, I do have to jump off the phone here in a second, yep. but I wanted to ask you if you have any encouragement for people who are listening, who might be, you know, they might be feeling bummed out, anxious, sad. So I, what I kind of had a little moment yesterday because I, and under no circumstances do I take any of this lightly. Like I'm, you know, watching the news and I'm on social platforms, but I, I started feeling very anxious and angry yesterday and thought, okay, I can't be on my phone paying attention 24 mm. seven. And it doesn't, what me doing that 24 seven isn't going to change what's going on other than I'm being, you know, being very conscious. So I took a break and today I went on enough to know what's going on, but I've, my daughter and I did yoga and I'm trying to connect with friends, not through social platforms. And I'll tell you Mm -hmm. what, I had such a more pleasant day. Got went out for a walk, even though it was raining, you know, and again, that doesn't mean I'm not going to turn my TV on after the movie and see what's going on and making sure I'm not missing anything, but everybody's so over-informed right now that, um, Mm -hmm it's okay to take a break. You're still being aware of the situation, but you've got yeah. to give yourself an emotional break to give find yourself some breathing room. Yes. That, that word self care, man, I, I believe in it a hundred percent. And you know, I'm, I'm listening to some quiet music before bed. You know, I don't need to watch a social, you know, Facebook video of what's going on right before bed. That's not going to do me or anybody any good, you know? Yeah. So that's my advice is take a little time, put your screens down, listen to some music, call a friend, you know, calling a friend. What the heck? We haven't done that in years, you know? <laughs> yeah. It used to be like, don't te- don't call me, just text yeah, me. Yeah. But you know what? It's, if there's any light in this, it's a little bit of healing of our environment and of our souls. If 
we let ourselves take a minute to do that. So that's my, that's my takeaway. Um, well, I will definitely be, um, trying to take more breaths tomorrow and uh, making some space. Yes. Um, and I am, I am encouraged that you're doing it. And also that I, now that you've said, you know, we should be calling each other. I'll just call you more. Yes. I, I'm all about it. <laughs> I'm all about it for sure. For sure. And then let me know, you know, we'll talk when one of your brilliant friends tells us how to play charades. <laughs> oh, oh no, we won't talk. That's the point. We will, uh, just <laughs> mime, we'll, we'll roll, call each other on video chat and then start miming right away. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, All right. Thanks, love, Amy. love to your family, Brent. And I, I'm sure yeah, I'll probably to talk too. tomorrow. So have a good evening. Yeah. All right. Take All care. Right. Bye. Bye. All right, friends, next up, we're talking to my cousin, Mason. Mason's currently a student at Blinn College in College Station, Texas. He went home when they closed his campus and is back now with his parents in Lomita, a town I've been to so many times to visit family. Lomita is a town of about 850 people, just north of the Texas Hill Country. Mason and I talked on March 18th, and he told me how he's feeling the effects of the pandemic in his small town. We also fell into talking about one way he's getting through it, by binging a show that we both love. Hi, Mason. Hey, Brent. <laughs> um, this is wild. Have we ever talked on the phone before? I I want to say no, because I feel like I, I feel like the only time we would have talked on the phone would have been maybe. Like when I was 15 and grandma called you and I said, who's on the phone? Oh, it's Brent. And, you know, I ran in there and took the phone from her. But I mean, that probably you know, I was about to like, time. I was about to say, like, I think you're making this up. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I maybe you're not. Maybe actually that's actually a real memory because I have some I, kind of it, it, it feels like of that. Those, it feels like one of those things like that would be the reason. Otherwise, no, this is, this is the first time we've talked on the phone. I mean, like we've talked in real life, like every, well, I mean, obviously. for anyone <laughs> listening, like we've talked in real life. Obviously. And, uh, I mean, you know, but... we, we talk all the time when we're together. <laughs> we, I mean, that is it's, the truth. And on it's, Instagram, it's, it's, it's part of the Heinz blood, you know, that's right. <clears throat> that's right. Um, okay. So, uh, uh, tell me what's going on in your world right now. What does life look like you like, look like for right now? So, Currently for me, I'm at home in Lomita uh, with mom, dad, and Holly, uh, and and things are kind of crazy. And the reason for that is because <clears throat> um, I got off for spring break on the 6th and, you know, had a week for spring break from the 8th to the 14th. And then Blinn College, where I, where I go to school, um, gave us a notice and said, hey, here's the deal. Due to Corona, <clears throat> you're not coming back to school. <laughs> We're going all online, and and you can stay wherever you are. Um, and, so, and what that, did that uh, like? Did, was that how did that feel when that? Because I don't know what that would feel like. How did that so, feel? So it it was different. It's it's almost like getting laid off for a job, except it's kind of like, hey, I know you've worked here a really long time and you've worked really hard. But what we're going to do is we're going to move you completely to home, but you're going to work from home for us. And 
you know, if that affects your work, <laughs> sorry. That's that's kind of what that feels like is you didn't choose to work from home, but they're making you work from home. And that's weird. And for me, that's not a super big issue because I I I take online classes anyway because you know I thrive with that and I also work part time. Yeah. Um and so I, so that's fine by me. The problem with it is that I have not gone back to College Station since I've come home and I don't have all of the clothes here that I need. Oh, that's crazy. So are you going to try to go back to College Station? Yeah, I'm going to try to maybe go on a on a two like maybe next Tuesday because I've got some packages that are also going to be there. And so I'm going to try to get there on Tuesday and um get all my stuff and then just come back to Lomita for a month or two months, however long it takes, you know, cause, cause that's all we can do. And, uh, what's, what's life like in Lomita right now? Um, it's pretty dead. Um, I, I will admit, um, my friends, I mean, and it's I, a small town. Is it, is it, I mean, I don't, I like I'm living in the city and my brain is not processing yeah. small town life. It's not like it was there. There's a lot of people out on the street in Lomita all the time anyway. Well, um, but is it even less? Yes. So, so to put it in perspective, um, my friends and I are social distancing as much as we can while still maintaining human contact because, um, you know, the, the virus has not been confirmed in Lyme Passes County yet. And, you know, I'm sure there's some people who have not been tested that have it. Um, but so we're taking those precautions, but we drove, we drove to McDonald's the other night, you know, just mm-hmm. a bunch of college kids want to go get some ice cream and we in drove Lamp to McDonald's. Passes. Yeah. In Lampasas, we drove to McDonald's and 183, uh, highway 183 is, um, as you know, Brent, but to our other listeners who are uh, we're here with us, um, it is pretty much one of the epicenter roads for Texas because it runs straight through yep. Austin and you know 10 o'clock to maybe one o'clock at night are big truck driving hours okay. like those are the hours you will see the truck drivers get to the gas stations and kind of park it for the night mm-hmm. and we went at 11 o'clock and there was no one on the road wow. not a soul we were the only car on the road and we drove all through Lampasas just to see, and we were the only car on the road. Wow, that's so crazy to me. Cause yeah. I, cause I kind of imagined, uh, <clears throat> you know, that maybe it's not feeling as serious out in kind of the small towns, but it uh, seems like that's not the case. Yeah, and and people at least are for doing, you and your friends, right? And, and people are doing a good job, I think, of social distancing, and and, and that's the biggest thing right now. That, that we've got to do is we don't need to panic. We just need to have precaution, you know? Yeah. And, <clears throat> Oh, excuse me. I just got done eating a bowl of fruit, fruity pebbles. So, <laughs> um, you know, you gotta, uh, you gotta uh, get a little joy and delight where you can Mason. I think that's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, but, but no, that's, and, and that's where it's <laughs> coming into play with us is, People are panic buying toilet paper and and people are panic buying food. And of course, you know, Brent, that my mom, your aunt Susan, mm-hmm. um, she, we don't panic buy. 
we buy enough so that our neighbor can have enough <clears throat> for their two weeks. Um, and and that's what we did. We actually got you know three weeks worth of food today at the HEB, just just enough, and then yep. you know we left. And, and I hope that people can realize that, and people who listen to this um, can tell their friends and their families. <clears throat> I, I understand it's a it's a big deal. You know, it's a pandemic, and, and we're not necessarily taking the right steps as a country to get this taken care of by May or June. But I mean, maybe. Still, I don't know if we, may, either of us right. are qualified to say that. <laughs> I, I don't know if I am, but from my research, it's looking like oh, sure. May or June is where we're going to be. Before That's the we, headlines right now. Yeah. Right. You know, if you, if you just get on Instagram or Twitter or, or even a Google search, that's what you'll find. But, you know, we just, we can't panic. So many people are panicking and, and I did, understand uh, it. Do what? Do you feel like your friend, you know, you're talking about like, uh, staying in contact with your friends. Do you feel like your friends are feeling okay? Are they, are, are they feeling, you know, panicky or are they feeling yeah. like, okay, we're going to weather this together? Um, it's, so my friends are feeling pretty good because it's, you know, they're, they're kind of the same, same situation as, as my family. Um, but one of my friends is actually a senior in college and she just got, you know, the rest of her senior year of college stripped away from her because oh, they're, a bummer. they're going all online too. And, and that really stinks. And, and I understand, yeah. you know, it's not the end of the world. Like you're still going to have the diploma. You've still had time on campus, but it really does stink when you think about like, oh, I'll, I'll never get to go to class on campus again. I, I don't get yeah, to I have... Think my graduation. Yeah. But, but yeah. And, and, you know, the small town here, we're handling it well. Um, because, uh, and this is something you would be proud of. Cause I don't know how, um, you know, cause you live in Minneapolis, right? Yep. So I don't know how Minneapolis schools are handling this. Um, but you know, with a bunch of school closures, the Lomita school, even, we are doing a work from home program for homework and we are still providing meals for oh, students who need breakfast and lunch. That's and awesome. that's, that's critical uh, at yeah. this time because you think about, you know, you think about any student you ever went to high school with who depended on those meals. If, if you don't have, if you're, if you're a parent who sends your student to school to get that lunch or breakfast, because because yeah. it's provided it's there and, and you know I don't know what your situation is but but you know you, you that's there these school closures are such a big deal because yeah. how are you still feeding those students and so I was really impressed with Lomita for for figuring out that way and figuring out the best way to take care of our kids that's awesome that's awesome I love that town Sam uh, okay, so what what are you and the Lomita clan doing? What, so you're you're kind of like hunkered down at home. What do, how are you spending the day? Because uh, it's all there's a lot of time now to kill. Yeah. So mom and dad are still working, um, although they are taking precautions, um, disinfecting the office every day, washing their yeah. hands regularly. Because because you know for us. Um, being a small business owner, um, 
you know, just like Charlie, you know, I saw Charlie's piece um, yeah. on TV. You know, small business owners Thanks now. For watching that. Well, I mean, got to support, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, can't. It's not every day you get to, you know, wipe off your shoulder and say, my cousin's the number one hairdresser in Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> that is my life. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Um, mom and dad are still working. Yeah. Um, Holly. They, and so for people who are listening, they have a locksmith shop. Um, it's it, they, the two of them run it. Um, they have staff, but it's, it's most of the time spent in there is the two of them. And so, um, yeah. services the whole County and they are, um, so it sounds like they're still, go, are they still going into the office then? Yes. Um, and yeah. they're still going into the office, but like I said, you know, taking precaution, uh, yep. Making sure that we're not spreading it, making sure we're not giving it to anyone, making sure we're not getting it. Um, but but we are still open. Um, and like I said, Holly is currently starting her work from home program for the, through the school, um, which uh, I really enjoyed the way that they did it because you can email the school and get breakfast and lunch delivered, or you can run That's up there cool. and pick it up. Yep. <clears throat> and they have these two sets of folders. They have folder A and folder B that all the teacher does is puts your assignments in A, you run up to the school, get your folder, come home. Nice. But to limit the spread, you only turn in assignments every four days or three hmm. days. It's, yeah, it's, you get assignments on Thursday, turn them in on Monday, you get assignments on Monday, turn them in Thursday. And, okay. you know, and, and I think it's a really good system. So that's what they're doing. <clears throat> As for me. Yeah, um, what are you doing? So I still haven't shaved my beard. Um, <laughs> okay, so you're keeping the beard keeping during the, the coronavirus just, just epidemic. To, yeah, just wanted to put that out there, you know, still keeping the beard, not <laughs> okay. not shaving that during my free time. Um, okay. And, and I, today, so today I got on the CBS app. And realize that you can stream, without commercials, all 40 seasons of Survivor. Oh my god, Mason, you're speaking my language. You're speaking my language. So, I got on Twitter today. One of my friends, who I followed through FFA, which to people who don't know who that is, they might be listening. That's the Future Farmers of America. Uh, great mm -hmm. program. Great people. And uh, my friend Jeffrey gets on there and says, what am I going to do when I finish Survivor uh, Palau, which is the season I'm currently watching, season 10. I'm on episode 7. I started this morning at 11. So you can you can tell how many hours of Survivor I've watched today. Oh my <laughs> God, Mason. Do you, know, do you know how much I love Survivor? Yes. Like, yes, I do. Do you know that about me? Do you know that I'm like big Survivor, uh, kind of big a Survivor maniac? Survivor and, Survivor and Big Brother, right? Isn't that your two big oh, shows? Oh, yeah. I mean, really, like, all reality competition shows are my jam. But RuPaul's Survivor is like... Do what? RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh, yeah. RuPaul's Drag... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, of yes, course. Queen. Yes, Yes, Queen. <laughs> I just finished season six of that on Hulu. Oh, man. Oh, man. I am so happy that you're watching so much reality TV right now. I mean, what else am I supposed to do? Okay, Maybe. so Palau. And so Palau is uh, the season, uh, the Stephanie season. Yes. 
Now, it's did the, you watch all of these Survivor so, uh, seasons? Or is so this the I'm first actually, time you're seeing them? I'm actually as old as Survivor. So Survivor started in 2000. So and you wouldn't have watched Palau, really. So I, or if you did, I, you don't remember it. I'm, yeah, I, I wouldn't have remembered it. So like, I remember a few seasons where I would get up and my parents would be watching it. But I don't like like season one, season two, all of those. Like I don't remember those. Oh, how wonderful um, that you have all of this survivor, all this brand new survivor to be watching. It's just all new to you. That's um, wonderful. So, so then let me ask you, since we're on the topic, yeah, who we is, are on the topic. Who is who is your favorite survivor of all time? Well, or, that might get. That I don't want even. I don't want to say it because it's like I don't want con- to be spoilery. No, no, I don't want to be. I don't want to be like. This is my favorite because it's probably. I don't think it's someone that you would. I mean, I don't know how much. I like. Okay, so have you watched recent seasons? Are you like into the recent yes. seasons? Yes. Okay, man. How, I don't know if I've ever said who my favorite Survivor player of all time is, but it's it is probably Parvati. Interesting, and, and I can. It is probably Parvati Shallow. Yeah. yeah. And I like her. She's she's a really well, good. Well, you you know when like when when what's the season? Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry, everyone who doesn't care about Survivor who's li- listening to this. I'm not well, that sorry. Uh, I'm not but, really sorry. Survivor is one of the like, greatest uh, shows of all time. It's so good. Uh, 40th season on right now. All winners. It's awesome. But anyway, um, uh, how far back do you remember? So like the first season, I remember. And I know this because I'll tell you who my favorite survivor of all time is. Oh, okay. Excellent. And this, this will make tremendous sense to you for, for me. Ozzy is my, is my favorite survivor. Of okay. All time. Okay. Okay. And so what uh, season is that for you? Cook Island. Cause he's okay. Cook Islands. Cause he, he's, um, he, he was the runner you know, up to Yule on Cook Islands. And when Yule was on the boat for this season, you know, Winners at War, mm-hmm. I said, I was sitting there with my parents. I go, oh my gosh, that's Yule. He beat Ozzy. <laughs> and, um, and, and that's, that's my, that's the first season I really remember. Um, okay. So that's I, season I remember, 12 and you're on season 10 now. Yeah. So I guess season 12, even though it has a terrible premise, which no, yeah. no, no need to spend time on that, but no, it has no, Yule no. who's on this season. Who's amazing. Yeah, it has Poverty, who's on the current season, who's also amazing. And it has Ozzy, who's your favorite player. So, yeah. And it, I think, it, is it, that you... the same season that... Oh, that spoiler that alert. Spoiler Gosh. alert, Mason. Sorry. Everyone's going to get on... I'm going to have to Everyone's like, going to get on season 12. Everyone's going to get on season 12. Well, all these people are going to go look at the CBS All Access app and do what you're doing and watch all the old seasons because they're all sitting at home yeah. with nothing to do. So anyway, both Mason and I, if you're listening, highly recommend going to the CBS All Access app and And, and, and start at season Survivor. one. And, and, and when you start at season one, so I've heard because I have not watched season one, um, be prepared for it to be, you know, not, not the best camera work. Uh, not the best living it's a time conditions. It's it a time capsule. It's a time capsule of 2000. Because you know, when, when you start watching it, like watching this season, even compared to season 10, which was 15 oh, yeah. years ago, um, like I started watching it and, oh man, it was so hard to watch because... You're like, what am I... Yeah, you're like, this the, is cause ugly. Because the, <laughs> the stabilization systems aren't the best. Uh-huh. And, the, and the colors were ugly. 
Like Karor, uh-huh. spoiler, this is just the tribe name, season 10. Karor, <laughs> their tribe is brown. The flag is brown. Like, that's just gross. If you're gonna have <laughs> if you're gonna have tribes, they need to have an orange or a red and a big bright blue or a green brown. <laughs> Couldn't stand Mm-mm. it. Not a good, not a, not a, not a great uh, buff color. Okay, I um, I have to get off the phone soon. Yes. Um, but I, I do. Okay, so people need to go watch Survivor. I think that's a great uh, quarantine pro tip if you have access to the internet. If you have um, access to the internet will, and CBS, all uh, hopefully that will be available to you. Um, if it's not, you know, you will be fine. Survivor isn't everything. It's just uh, making us both happy. Yeah, um, it's just the greatest what, show of all time. Greatest show <laughs> of all time. Um, and I think you can watch the current season without having an, a subscription also. Yeah, you can watch it Hulu or DirecTV, Dish, yeah, whatever. Which, which is cool. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so um, before we get off the phone, I do want to ask if you have any words of encouragement for people out there who might be listening who could use some encouragement right now. Yeah, I, I definitely do. Um, so I guess my words of encouragement are, are, as I've stated before, that there's no need to panic. It's, it's a pandemic and, and we need to do what's best for us. So when you worry about your family and the people that are close to you, things will take care of itself. This will pass. Uh, we've lost our sports. We've lost um, our jobs. We've lost sometimes the way we live, you know, going out every day and maybe it's getting a hamburger with your uncle every day at um, your, your favorite hometown burger joint, but he's immunocompromised and you don't want to risk it. Yeah. Keep pushing. We've got to keep going. In the words of my late grandmother, <laughs> our late grandmother, yeah. Mary Bell Hines, you've got to play your game. You've got to do what's right for you and worry about yourself before you can take care of other people. And that's that's my words of encouragement, that you've just got to keep pushing. And if if people are telling you to stay home, stay home. Watch Survivor. Make sure you've got enough food and water to last for three weeks because you don't know what tomorrow holds. But yeah, I do know right. that this will pass, and, and we will be okay. Thanks, Mason. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Mason and Amy, for connecting with me and for sharing your stories about living through this pandemic. If you, dear listener, want to be a part of this podcast and share your story, go to heybrentlove.com and tap coronavirus podcast on the menu or find me on Instagram at heybrentlove. Wherever you're listening right now, you might feel scared. You might feel isolated, but you are never, ever alone. And by listening, you're connecting to a wide web of people, all of us working to get through this together. And if you feel like someone you know might feel comforted by hearing how everyday people are getting through these tough days, please share this podcast. If you'd like to talk to someone and share what's happening in your corner of the world, you can message me at heybrentlove.com or send me a direct message on Instagram at heybrentlove. I can't wait to talk to you. 
Here's a bunch of love to everyone out there. We'll get through this together.